Welcome to the Perky Collar Radio Show, where we talk to entrepreneurs from across the globe to learn why they started their company, what mistakes they've made, what they learned from those mistakes, and they all share an incredible success story. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Perky Collar Radio Show. I'm your host, David M. Frankel. Today, I'm so excited to introduce you my guest. His name is Sal Toscano, and he's the founder of BioArmor. Good afternoon, Sal. How are you today? All right. How are you, David? Thank you for the opportunity. Oh, my pleasure. Well, I'm so excited to introduce uh, what you're doing uh, to our listening audience because it's amazing and the timing's impeccable. So go ahead and kick us off with the why. Why did you start BioArmor? Well, uh, seven years ago, uh, I was considering on uh, semi-retiring and uh, had a discussion with a great friend of mine in the infection control business. And, and he gave me the words which were especially very appropriate in today's environment. Don't worry about the bomb. It's the microbes that we need to be concerned about. <laughs> Understandable. Sounds like... Uh... Mr. Bill Gates as well. Yeah, and that was a, a, a great kickoff to have me thinking and uh, a little brainstorming, some research, and uh, decided to uh, move forward on the business uh, by uh, finding what is, is a product that everybody uses uh, that is um, pretty much looking for an alternative. And that ended up being, of course, as we know today, hand sanitizers. Uh, as we know, the hand sanitizers that we use today are you know, basically alcohol-based. But with the research that I was doing and um, some able to connect with some existing businesses and uh, researchers found that the alternative to alcohol-based is a benzylconium chloride base. That is, I'm sure we're all aware of, is a active ingredient that we've been using since 1950 in Bactine, uh, which then tells me it's safe, effective, tested, and many people like it. And uh, took that product and uh, in further research, uh, just made some changes to the inactive ingredient to make it more popular. Uh, and uh, that has come till today. We now have added aloe vera leaf juice. It's basically using plant-based uh, inactive ingredients. Um, we're using uh, the derivative of the blueberry, which has got five times more antioxidants for our skin than any other fruit and several other uh, plant-based products that really do enhance it. Uh, and finally, um, we also have a scent, a five-cent uh, product line, which is uh, very popular uh, from a company that is uh, right here in uh, the U.S. All of the ingredients are made and uh, developed here in the United States, many of them right here in North Carolina. So uh, that was our, our, our kickoff, and that has done very well. We've sold it to Bed Bath & Beyond. We've sold it on Amazon in early 2020, which was sold out pretty quickly. 
And uh, once people try it, uh, they love it and they're always asking for it. Um, especially uh, with uh, children with, uh, and anybody with a skin disorder like uh, psoriasis or, or they, when they put that alcohol-based uh, hand sanitizer on it, it always burns. And I've gotten calls from mothers all over the U.S. Uh, just telling me how wonderful this was uh, because it had a pleasant scent and it did the job of sanitizing without a burning for themselves or their children. That's great. Obviously, we're using a lot more hand sanitizer now than we ever did uh, since COVID, of course. What else can I say about the company? Well, um, I guess kind of help me understand what mistakes you have made uh, scaling the business. And uh, really, there is... Uh, I'm going to just say that that networking, networking, networking has really made us as successful as we are um, in many different facets, from finding the best office space to actually uh, walking into a Bed Bath & Beyond store and having to meet the uh, regional merchandise manager who loved the product. Um, I'm also a veteran-owned business, so I am very heavily into the veteran uh, aspect of this, and um, we're doing a lot of work uh, with that entity, those entities in the government. So uh, our biggest uh, success story, I would say, is uh, really what has happened uh, last year through a contact at the my veteran group. Um, we are now working with the New York City Transit Authority, and our product is a so so-called bulletproof hand sanitizer station that is currently displayed and in use at the Bowling Green subway station in New York City. So um, we are continuing to work with them on a larger scale. And um, that I would say uh, is the, so far a culmination of our success. That's an incredible story. And you've done a lot to get the product in a lot of hands with Bed Bath & Beyond and Amazon. Let's go back a little bit and walk me through how did you get into the world of, you know, of hand sanitizer and the chemistry involved with, of, of hand sanitizer and, and so on and so forth? What made you get interested in this? What, what sparked your love for all this? Sure. Well, the, uh, you know, for, for decades, uh, there was only one option for hand sanitizing, and that was alcohol that everybody knew of. But uh, when I got involved in this and began the research, uh, I found out that there was a, just a better way to do that. Uh, in 2000, for instance, in 2019, the American Journal of Infection Control did a major study and what they did was they tested the difference and the benefits between an alcohol-based hand sanitizer and benzalkonium chloride um, active ingredient. 
And what they found was that in a one, two, and four hour study, that the benzylconium chloride had outperformed the alcohol for persistency that stays on your hands and uh, the kill rate of killing product, the, the germs and, uh, and microbes. So that was uh, an endorsement after uh, earlier highlighting and utilizing and moving on the business of uh, promoting the benzylconium chloride active ingredient. So uh, it was great to hear about the American Journal of Infection Control study, which I send to everybody uh, and is on my website to read through. But I guess my question to you, Sal Moore, is about who are you? Like, what did you do before you did this? Were you in <laughs> chemistry? Were you a biologist? Were you None in of infection that. control? Do you work for the CDC? Like, what did your... No, Why do you even care? That. I guess this the is, question. <laughs> this is uh, this is part of my uh, lifelong uh, uh, um, work ethic, um, which is basically multiple streams of income. Is what I could you know would like to tell people about that. Um, so I've uh, had an early retirement from AT and T. Um, I've taken an early retirement from the financial industry, and I thought it was time enough to do something uh, fresh and apropos uh, and something that people needed uh, immediately that you could get their feedback on. So um, that is really what promoted me to do this. And the more I talked to people and researched it, uh, the more uh, of a promotion I receive from different, from all aspects of uh, people in business. Uh, so that's just the, a short uh, intro on the hand sanitizer. But since then, uh, we've got, we've improved or we increased the product line uh, to uh, EPA registered a hard surface cleaner using hydrogen peroxide that will kill the COVID virus. And uh, right now we are developing, um, we, well, we're actually a uh, distributor for another uh, product, which is an air purification system. It's called uh, Surgically Clean Air. And that is what is really needed in today's environment uh, where, uh, as we know, COVID does move from person to person just by our breath and air in the room. Um, and, you know, that uh, those products and connecting with many people uh, just end up taking different paths. Uh, we, right now, we're in the product, we're in the area of developing a hand sanitizer station that is using solar light, not from the sun, but right from LED lighting at any business facility. Uh, so I can't say more any more about it because we're still uh, doing testing, but the initial results are very promising. And uh, I hope to uh, update you in the future about that. 
Excellent. So it sounds to me that you're a guy that made your money in financial industry, made your money at AT&T, ready to retire, and someone comes to you and says, hey, have you looked into this? I think it's a growing trend. Is that kind of how it all got started? <laughs> that, that's, that's pretty much that's pretty so, much it. Of course, I, I, I was very fascinated with this, uh, with, with infection control and, and, of course, not being a doctor or not having any, uh, you know, experience, uh, you know, school experience or any degrees. But, but the business was, it's basically a business that you're creating a product and with, with the proper research and connecting with the correct with the right people, you know, you could almost be, uh, you know, a, um, you could almost sell a product just these days, um, anywhere. Um, so it was, it was that initial sense that I received from a friend of mine mm -hmm. to really, uh, have me move forward into just finding out what this was all about. And I, I really am, uh, grateful that, uh, we did that back seven years ago. And I think for the listeners, it just says no matter what your field is, there's opportunity all around you. You have to be willing to listen. Correct. And you're optimistic and you heard an opportunity of the sanitation world, the hand sanitizer world and said, hey, I don't know much about it, but I can learn. And the timing seems reasonable. It seems like there's a better way to do it. And I'm, I'm gonna dive in and learn more and do my homework and do my research and see if I can make a better something. And it happened to be in the sanitation world, the hand sanitizer world. Uh, and I think that's great. And I think a lot of listeners are like, I don't know, what should I do? Should I, should I just do my thing? I don't have experience in that. You're a great example of someone that didn't have a chemistry degree, wasn't doing medical research, but stumbled on a problem that needed solving and you took the bull by the horns and you committed the next seven years to find a better way. And I applaud you for that because a lot of people just throw it by the wayside. They may have the idea. And then once it comes to the market, like, oh, that was my idea. Well, you did nothing about it. You know, so many inventors have ideas and don't take action. Action is a key word there. But Sal, even though he had his financial world in, in place, he made his money, he could retire comfortably. He wasn't done yet. There was still something out there for Sal to do. And Sal wanted to revolutionize how hand sanitizers and sanitation systems work. And that's the work you've done over the last seven years. So I applaud you for doing that. Well, thank you very much on that, Dave. Um, I am grateful to, for the opportunity to share that with uh, your listeners. And, you know, we uh, our website at bioarmorglobal.com is there for anybody to do any additional uh, research on that. And uh contact us if they have any questions. So I do have another question. Uh, we, we touched briefly on earlier about mistakes you made. Because you didn't have that medical background, that research background, that, you know, the doctorate degree background, were there mistakes you made in the space of microbes and alcohol-based and uh, the development of a product because you didn't have the science background or did you rely on people that had the medical background to help support your findings and your research? Well, it's it's really important that uh, that research and hard work in, especially when you're dealing with a product like this, is imperative. Uh, these products, as what we now know, I, I'm really uh, very fortunate that I've teamed up basically with 
companies that have been that have been doing this for know all the pitfalls uh, that allowed me to uh, basically stay away from those. Uh, as you can see, our product, uh, which is just a fantastic product that is also being used in so many places today. Um, and you, when you compare that to what has happened over the last year, the FDA has over 200 companies that have been selling a hand sanitizer that is detrimental to our health. And uh, people have to watch out for that super inexpensive, uh, you know, uh, 99 cent hand sanitizer because you really don't know what's in it. Um, so uh, all of our products uh, are have been historically uh, safe uh, ingredients, uh, including now, you know, our plant-based antioxidants and skin softeners and cosmetic moisturizers. Uh, it's right on the label and which could be checked out. And uh, we're real proud of it. And it's just came with a lot of hard work over the years to make sure that we were doing the right thing, not trying to take an inexpensive way out uh, because that'll come back to get you at the end. Sure. Are there any uh, studies that have shown the long-term use of hand sanitizer that's got a lot of alcohol in it, what the long-term effects on? I know a lot of people have dry skin are there any other proven uh, research that's been done that since we've been using this hand sanitizer like it's washing our hands uh, or like it's water for the last year and a half? Are there proven studies to show what the cheap or what the less effective hand sanitizer can do long term to the skin or the body? Obviously, our skin's our biggest organ. Well, so we have to be aware of what we're putting on our skin. Yeah. Well, if, if you don't have to be a scientist to know that if you're using enough alcohol-based hand sanitizer, that your skin is drying and what happens next is your pores open. When your pores are open, now you're basically inviting virus and bacteria into your system. And that's something that our product doesn't do. It almost is like a, uh, a microbe film that it protects your skin from anything entering it. So that is a, a good point that you make um, regarding that. And there's plenty of uh, research out there to say that, you know, uh, what alcohol is does to your skin when you're basically using it exponentially like we are in the last two years. Um, it's basic, this, our product, um, even with some of the uh, big box stores that I've talked to, the people that are purchasing it are not aware of the alternative product in benzylconium chloride that is been there safe for decades. So they're not even looking at it. A lot of these companies just, you know, um, blindly just buy whatever's cheap and it's on the shelves and then you have people buying it even target recently has a, a lawsuit against them for uh, promoting something that wasn't all what it product was made out to be so uh, it's really important to uh, now more than ever people are doing the research 
And does your website provide knowledge or information about what's in these hand sanitizer or what's in yours to help? I think it's all about education. You know, people are just trying to be healthy. They're trying to keep their family safe. They're trying to keep the elderly parents safe. They're trying to sanitize to keep other people safe, themselves safe. We're eating after touching things. Uh, is there a place they can go uh, or at least you can recommend that these parents and grandparents and people that are just concerned or high risk or have immune deficiencies, they can go to learn the there, best type of sanitizers or the cause and effects or some of the things they should be looking out for? Well, nothing uh, in particular, but you know, if you're online, you could pick up many different uh, aspects of that when you ask the question. If you go to our website, uh, it is informative, and we're uh, over the next uh, short period of time, next month, we're going to be opening that up to really uh, allowing people to look more into the product lines that we're dealing with and why we've chose the product lines and what is behind uh, the benefits to it. So they'll know more about what we do every day. Um, the right now uh, we're developing um, a uh, product. Right now, uh, what we're doing is on our hand sanitizer stations. Uh, like I said earlier, we're utilizing a solar power to run those. And what will happen is that would mean without using batteries in large cities to power these in commercial buildings to power these hand sanitizers they there's a, an environmental benefit to what we will be uh promoting and uh coming out we're also working on a patent with that so we'll know more about that uh and we'll be we'll be adding that to our website you know over the uh next month or so and uh, people will be able to see exactly what direction we're going in. Where safety amongst everything is really what we're looking for in today's environment. It's just has to be done. Sure, but I think it's very important. And just to kind of summarize the increased product line that is being worked on or is currently available, we have the, obviously the hand sanitizer, you have the surface cleaner, you have the air purification system, and newly developed is the hand sanitizer station. Anything else uh, that is in the product line that you're working on currently or is already out there? Well, what we're, we are doing is um, you cannot buy, we're dealing with uh, corporations right now, commercial corporations, and soon we'll be, over the next several months, we'll have uh, access, we'll either go to Amazon or we'll be able to purchase right from our website over the next uh, several months. We're just really uh, dealing with many different aspects of uh, making the most of what we have right now in the environment that we're working with. Some of the, the, the biggest problem with you, with many people will realize is that uh, the uh, bottles and products and uh, people at these uh, um, plants don't have enough people to pump out the product line uh, because of COVID. And uh, it's basically 
every business, uh, lots of businesses, it's almost like starting all over from the beginning, uh, looking for qualified people for these products. So things are sort of uh, a little bit slower now uh, as COVID hopefully is uh, ramping down. We need to ramp back up again. And, and it's almost uh, like starting all over again with many businesses. I talk to a lot of businesses and they can't find people. Uh, there's difficult uh, getting products from overseas, like, um, you know, plastic bottles that of course have to be environmentally safe um, for recycle. So um, that is a, a challenge in addition to everything else with businesses have. So we're doing as much as we can uh, teaming up with several different partners to back up uh, our line to make sure that uh, we have the product available when uh, when we need to have it. Makes sense. And then, again, it's a whole other dynamic of running a business that wasn't a problem five or 10 years ago, but suddenly, because there's employment issues all over the world, uh, it suddenly manufacturing has become a, a new challenge and higher costs and higher you know shipping and freight and so on and so forth that all affects the price and people are only willing to spend so much on hand sanitizer and uh, sanitizing products. So it definitely has that, a, a new cha new challenge for business owners. I, I want to repeat the quote you had early in the interview, don't worry about the bomb, worry about the microbes instead. And I think that's a really good summary to what your business is all about and understanding that these germs that are being passed along uh, can be, uh, has proven to be just as deadly. And we worry about all the nuclear bombs all that foreign countries have and who has control of them and so on and so forth. But uh, it's the microbes that seem to be more powerful and seem to be more widespread than anything else. Uh, share style um, in closing, again, your website, any social media that you have, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Tumblr, TikTok, whatever you're on, so people can follow you and learn from you and uh, get more information uh, about all the different products and things that are coming out in the future as well. Yeah. Yeah, outside of the website, um, you know, we do have a Facebook, a Biowarmer uh, Facebook um, product, but we, we're still working on that because we've been just so busy um, under the current uh, situation with, uh, you know, with COVID that uh, we're going to be work, we're going to be enhancing that website uh, as we speak. Uh, to really bring us up to speed on where we need to be and let pe letting people know who we are and what we do. So um, look out for that over the next um, 30 days and uh, we'll be able to uh, communicate uh, our mission. Fantastic. And again, the, the, the website was bioarmorglobal.com. That's bio, B-I-O. Then armor, A-R-M-O-R, then the word global, G-L-O-B-A-L.com. That's it. Excellent. You said you're all on Facebook as well. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you, Sal. I really appreciate you taking the time. I have a lot going on, a lot in the, uh, in the burner, so to speak, and a lot going on uh, with new product developments and new opportunities. So I appreciate you taking the time to share what you're working on with our audience, and I wish you a wonderful afternoon. Thanks a lot, Dave, and we'll uh, be listening out for you, and we'll tell everybody about your site here, so uh, we'll promote that as, uh, as, as a great way of uh, communicating what's going on today, the heart of what's going on today, what people need to know about.
thanks again. My pleasure, Sal. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. What is the Perky Collar? It is a collar support system for dress shirts. That's right. Over 18,000 of these amazing devices have been sold globally. How does it work? Lift the collar, add the Perky Collar with the long tapered ends on top, lower your collar on top. Adjust to make sure it's even around the collar, and that's it. You've now transformed your droopy, saggy dress shirt collar to a brand new looking dress shirt ready to tackle sweaters, jackets, blazers, and the collar still stays nice and tall. How do you find it? The website is perkyllc.com. That's spelled P as in Paul, E as in Elephant, R as in Robert, K as in Kangaroo, Y as in Yo-Yo, LLC, LarryLarryCharlie.com. That's perkyllc.com. Get yours today, or if you're in Charlotte, North Carolina, visiting or live here, feel free to come by South Park Mall's kiosk located between Francesca's and Toomey. Best entrance is Maggiano's and Cheesecake Factory. See you soon. Look your best. Have a great day.